Hey everyone, uh, welcome once again to another episode of Deadpan Studio Presents by Deadpan Studio Podcasts. As always, I'm your host, Matt, and well, there's nobody to my right or across or anywhere near me right now because, uh, well, I'm recording this intro a different day that we're doing, uh, that we actually recorded the interview. So, um, during the interview, I will be joined by Kat, who sneaks over from work and joins us for about 45 minutes, almost an hour of the interview, uh, but then has to pop out for the last few minutes. But that's okay. I was glad she was here by my side because I was a little nervous, people. Yeah, I was a little nervous. Why? Because the person I was interviewing is somebody that I admire and I respect uh, for the stuff that she's done on her YouTube channel. Rebecca, vocal athlete. I did that so bad. Rebecca, please forgive me. <laughs> Um, I followed her with the uh, Deadpan Studio Instagram uh, page because, you know, I thought it'd be a good way to keep up with her, you know, you know, increase her fan base and anybody that follows us can check her out by that, you know, so on and so forth. And uh, I had posted something one day and she had commented on it and I was just kind of blown away that she liked and, you know, (laughs) I was like, holy crap. So I sent her a DM and I was like, you wouldn't happen to be interested in, you know, being interviewed. And she's like, sure, why not? And I, my, my jaw just hit the floor. I was so happy. (laughs) That just goes to show you everybody. You never know. You can never, ever, ever get to where you want to be unless you take that first step. So, um, but Rebecca vocal athlete, again, please forgive me. Um, She's a YouTube personality for those that don't know, and she just celebrated 1 million subscribers. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot of people that follow her. Now, of course, you know, that's a lot more than what we have. And of course, these are two different mediums. However, she well deserves every single bit of everything she's got, because I tell you what, go check her channel out. It's very, very entertaining. YouTube.com, Rebecca Vocal Athlete. Uh, her Instagram, also slash Rebecca Vocal Athlete. Facebook, Rebecca Vocal Athlete. And she has a website, RebeccaVocalAthlete.com. Now, what in the world? Uh, I know people are saying, well, what makes her a vocal athlete? Because aside from breaking down uh, artists and bands and singers that she does on her uh, normal YouTube page. What she'll do is she'll take comments from her Patreon page. Oh, Patreon. That's right. Slash Rebecca vocal athlete. <laughs> she keeps it simple. Like I do. I love it. And, um, uh, she breaks everything down, uh, that the singers do the, that you have no idea the sort of things that they do in order to sing their songs in any genre. So she's able to do that. Uh, she's a vocal coach. She's a mentor. She's a singer, a songwriter, uh, her own songwriter in her own right. She writes very beautiful songs. She's got a great voice, very talented YouTuber, entertainer. But what makes her a vocal athlete is that she, as a vocal coach, she teaches different techniques, methodologies, vocal anatomy, physiology, and voice research. Um, she knows many different styles. Now I know we go into a little bit of it there and I'm sorry, it's a little choppy and, uh, <laughs> it's not as good as I would like my end to be with her, but you know, I kind of got lost in a lot of what she's saying. Cause she's such a delightful person. She really is. She's funny. She's just got a great personality and she's very, very sharp. 
Uh, she knows exactly what she's talking about. And uh, the fact that she is able to do this, especially, uh, you know, growing her YouTube channel, especially after, you know, some health issues that she had a few years ago. You just got to look where she's at now from where she was. And it, that that's what makes her admirable, admirable. Because like I said, Deadpan Studio Presents is cool, very cool people doing very cool things. Interesting people doing very interesting things. And she is both. So without uh, without getting too much more into this, so you can, uh, you know, get to know her a little bit better. Um, check her out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, her website, uh, Wizio, where she actually does, uh, you know, <laughs> lessons online you can get vocal lessons from her it's very cool um her patreon patreon.com slash rebecca vocal athlete where you can uh you know recommend things for her to listen to bands that she may not necessarily be familiar with uh even some that she is i mean hey she loves queen that seals it for me freddie mercury is a god ah. anyway <laughs> that was awful um so let's get the business out of the way and we'll get right into it. So as always, if you like for me to shut up, tell me by emailing me at deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com. Uh, we're on social media at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at deadpanstudio18. Um, we also are on a bunch of streaming platforms. Now, we're not going to touch on all of them. we got about 14 of them. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, as well as Podbean. Podbean is a beautiful, beautiful site. It's a, it's also an app that you can get for uh, for your smartphone, whether you have a, uh, a Google phone type of phone, Windows phone, Apple, whatever you got, um, it works for it. Uh, you can develop your own podcast there. That's what we do. That's what we use. Um we create the episodes and we upload them on there and they send them out to the masses. So deadpanstudio.podbean.com. Of course, the website itself is just podbean.com. Check it out. Check us out. Tell your friends and especially check out this lady right here who is a delight, RebeccaVocalAthlete.com. Um, we'll catch you on the outro. See you guys. Oh, before we get into the interview, last thing I completely forgot. Um... Now, as I said, we re pre-recorded this uh, interview last week uh, to come out for you all today. Now, I do apologize for the very beginning of the interview being a little muddled. Uh, it starts in somewhat of an awkward place because the beginning got muddled because of the distance between here and England. We were using Skype, and sometimes that's just how things go. But, I mean, we were already talking and have a little bit of conversation before we started anyway. So, this is about as natural a beginning as, uh, as we can get. But, thank you, Rebecca. Thank you so much. All right, listeners, without further ado, Miss Rebecca, vocal athlete. The visual medium as well, and I know I can I can get generally, if people have seen the videos, <laughs> I do get swept away. So I can talk about anything from the lighting to what they're wearing to this, that, and the other. So sometimes I will close my eyes and then just focus on the sound they're creating and, and then, you know, whether that's the, the type of tone that somebody has. Um, and instantly what grabs me can be the lyrics as well. If I, uh, it depends, I, I don't know, it's different each time because clearly the music video is kind of all out there and, you know, if it's a music video, for example, then I will mention 
you know, what's going on, mise-en-scene, what's going on in the frame. <laughs> but if it's clearly more vocal dominated, then I will find that easier to talk about. And then it's literally whatever's in my head. There's no, oh, I'm going to watch this video a thousand times before and take little notes. It's kind of like whatever comes out, comes out, you know, because some people might think, oh, have you watched this before? I'm like, no, I haven't, clearly. But, um, <laughs> you know, that, that's great. People have their opinions, which is always lovely. Um, but yeah, I guess it, there's so many different vocals out there and there's still many vocals that, you know, people haven't even been able to showcase or, you know, it's, I guess I do focus more on say that famous singers, um, but not always the case, you know, it can be up and coming and things like this, but it, it's just whatever grabs me, you know, and everyone's got an opinion on like, that's the best thing or that's bad what they're doing or I don't like that or that's a, you know, and it's kind of like, okay, that's <laughs> uh, very subjective, you know, so. Yeah, truly. Truly. Mm. Um, now, what really drew me into you was the, the very first one that I saw you do was actually Chris Stapleton's when he did Tennessee Whiskey. And mm-hmm. I, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that voice of his just carries me away. And I had never heard of him. Uh, it just happened to be the week that I finally heard Tennessee Whiskey for the first time. And I, that's what I was looking for on YouTube to listen to it. And that's how I came across you. Um <laughs> It seems like, uh, you know, a lot of singers, they carry a lot of themselves into what they're singing, no matter if it's a cover or their own original stuff. Yeah. Um, now, as a vocal coach, do you think that everyone can sing? Not uh, Obviously, they can sing, but do you think everybody can yeah. sing well, as in... Um, I'm I'm speaking for myself. I think I can sing, but I can't sing. I can't sing in tune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's nothing that can't be trained, you know. And it's like pitch wise and mm. working on range. Those things are I would say easy, but for me, it's like you you hear a voice, you know exactly where you can just. I do like a diagnosis or like you know diagnostics test or whatever you want to call it. Um, um, and it can, it can stem down to a lot of it can be about confidence as well. So, you know, uh, or, or something fundamental like breathing, because most people breathe incorrectly. They don't, you know, give thought or they're too, they're too much in their head, which right. is usually the case of why people sort of mess up or, oh, I'm not good enough. And the worthy sort of, I'm not worthy enough. I'm not good enough. And, you know, so it can go, it's, it's technique. It's the mind. And it's the body, so it's, it's it's not just one thing. Although it can be just one thing, like, oh, you need to work on pitch, but it's generally a little bit more than that as well. Right. Yeah, kind of the whole package. And you yes, know. everyone can sing. Everyone can speak. If you can't yeah. speak, you can't <laughs> sing. So, you know. But, of course, there's, like, different variants, different levels, different degrees of someone who can sing okay-ish to someone who can showcase a large range or someone who, you know, it's just different things. But just because you can do something really well doesn't mean people will respond to that because it could be more about tone than someone who can hit a c6 or something like that you know right now have you had to uh face an instance where maybe you've had to try to motivate uh one of the people that you're coaching uh in case they are one of those people that are sort of short on confidence when they sing yeah absolutely quite a lot of the time you know because singing is such a personal thing and 
kind of stems from, you know, exposing your soul, which is always quite a <laughs> deep and dark thing to say. <laughs> Absolutely. It's kind of like, yeah, you can do this, but it, it comes down to the individual. There's only so much I can do and so much energy I can give out to someone who maybe does want to do it, but it, it's, it's a... It's an everyday thing, you know, habitual practice, working on yourself, you know, working on your voice. Um, and then, you know, trying to figure out how to get through every single day doing certain exercises that will help. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's individual, so it's always best to have a coach. Um, and it's always possible, but you know, that's why you're sort of, created the singing journal for example so you've got something that can aid you that can sort of um be there to help you know guide you um and it's not always about certain singing courses i I find there's so there's so many different courses and it's it's hard i guess to know which one's right for you it's only a matter of you know you've got to go through them to know um i guess they're quite impersonal but at the same time it's it's better than nothing you know even or just having one lesson is better than nothing or doing a course so just it's always about just working on on the dexterity of the voice and the muscularity of it and the coordination because it changes you know it changes through with time you know yeah absolutely uh uh like i for myself uh i'm into uh theater in which we've done a couple of musicals and uh we did uh We did Rock of Ages here a couple of years ago. It was 2016, oh, cool. actually. 2016. I saw a memory on Facebook, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it was 2016 we did that. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was uh, kind of intimid- intimidating for me because I never sang in front of a crowd or anything like that before. Um, but I had noticed over the course of that period of time, we just over the course of six months, I noticed that when I started – originally trying to sing in the way that they were trying to teach me how to sing on stage because we don't have microphones and we're in a theater. So we mm-hmm. have to really project our voices. Um, I just, mm-hmm. it's amazing how the, the vocal anatomy just sort of changes as time goes on. Gotta project. They're always telling us to project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty important. It's projections, quite a sort of, I guess it's maybe obvious to some people, but a lot of people don't generally do it, but Again, it comes down to that not wanting to be heard and being judged, you know. Mm-hmm. But as you know, if you're on stage, you haven't got microphones or, well, depending on what you're doing. But right. Um, yeah, projection's key. It's, it's it's nice to be able to practice without having the microphone, and then you then you're more likely to sort of. I don't like the idea of pushing sound anyway, but you know, creating a bigger bigger sound through breath control and you know even just opening their mouth which i did a whole video on that on youtube <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't getting frustrated but i was kind of like okay let's talk about you know opening your mouth um, <laughs> and creating a sort of wider space um you know just to get the sound out because there's a lot of constriction going on in the body you know when we when we sing and one of the easiest ways or look in the mirror and see I get a lot of people like I can't do that sure you look in the mirror not gonna not gonna hurt you so you know just like physically see me (laughs) yeah that's a that's hold on babe oh she's cutting out oh let's make sure she comes back before we say anything else I was going to say the same. I was like, I can't hear you. It's like okay. I heard it. I was like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Don't say anything important. <laughs> oh, okay. No. All right. It was the best bit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, 
All right, we're good. Yeah. Uh, well, this it. You you brought up the you know the the you know, how open the mouth was. Uh, one of the reactions I saw you do was for Chris Cornell's cover of Nothing Compares to You. And uh, that was one of the comments you made was like, you know, he didn't really open his mouth a whole lot during the whole song. Uh. And, uh, I've, you know, like a lot of people, I felt like he could have done a, a little bit more with the song. But I don't know if that was just something that he meant to do on purpose, because I've seen his work where he was where his mouth is very wide open. He's able to get these amazing sounds from it. So um, I just I just thought that was a really, uh, really neat critique that you made of that, because I, I don't know if a lot of people notice that or if they were just focusing on what he was singing. Mm. I think he, when you sing, you don't. Well, I guess it comes to a point, something called muscle memory, where you just, you kind of don't think about technique really. So when I sing myself, I don't, oh, maybe I'll lower the larynx a bit, or maybe I'll do this, or maybe I'll do that. When you're in the moment of singing and you kind of know how to sing, it's more about how you want to express the emotion and sort of get your story out in a different sense. So you probably wasn't thinking, oh, I've got to over my mouth. Uh, <laughs> God forbid I don't do it correct. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's not English. Um, so when you're in the moment, or you sing like, you know, um, Tom York singing, or, well, so many different singers, I think, depending on, you know, who they are, what, what they're singing, mm-hmm. you know, it's not really, although as a yeah, vocal coach, but as a singer myself, I'm not, I don't, I don't heavily bombard myself and like, oh, make sure I'm doing this because then it takes away the authenticity of the singing, you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you don't want to so, be too technical. Yeah. You want to enjoy it no. and express yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's all about communication. So yeah, I mean, but I can't stand, I couldn't sit, you know, like a lot of the time. These guys are obviously like professionals. They've made, you know, they've made their dollars <laughs> doing what they do. And they have so much love around the world. So if I'm just like, do you know what? I think he needs to. And of course, for people wanting to, to learn, but I, I kind of, I wouldn't say disrespectful, but like, oh, I think he needs to, you know. So, I mean, I, but I'll say in a sort of diplomatic way, I'm going to be like, he needs to start his uh, mouth out, you know. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's he thinking? What's a silly man? You know, it's kind of, I just find it mm, a bit disrespectful, especially for those who've passed away. So, so I don't think I've got any gravitas over anyone to say, you know, yeah, how yeah. to actually. When it's something like, you know, Chris, for example, <laughs> just let it be. It's a video that's touched so many people. Sometimes the emotion is 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 way more high regard than the technique, you know. Yeah. That's definitely true. Yeah, and especially since you know, you know, some people that need to, you know, that are or can say negative things about any of the critiques is sort of like they forget uh, that when they're watching a video, it's for you know, a critique, you're not saying anything, you know, negative about the person themselves or their memory. It's, it's about, you know, their vocal technique, uh, mm. which, uh, you know, that brings me to, um, I was, when I was looking at your website, it's, you know, says that you're versed in many different, uh, styles of vocal techniques. Um, like the, the SLS, Belcanto method, Estelle method, and the Alexander method. Um, do you think they all play a, a, 
a role as a whole, or do you think that there are some that work better for others? Definitely it's individual. So not everyone will respond to say SLS, not everyone will respond to the still method or, you know, Belcanto or some, generally I'll, I'll do a mix. So it's not just focusing on the one mm -hmm. because I can get a bit stale and I know they sort of claim to be the best and all this sort of stuff, <laughs> but it's kind of generally like we all just want people to sound better comfortably and happily, you know, and it, it, with improvement. So, yeah, it's just individual. That makes a whole lot of sense. Because mm -hmm. uh, mm. everybody's voice is different. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, all unique. So. I had a question not on your list. He's mm -hmm. he's written all the questions and, and stuff because he's had more time to, to study and prepare. But I just, I like thought of a question when I sat down. Have you ever, no, he's much more, Matt is much more familiar with your channel. Like I, like I said, um, so maybe you've already done this, but have you ever either reacted or considered reacting to um, singers singing in a different language? Like, obviously, unless there's subtitles, you're not going to know what they're saying. But, you know, I've seen people reacting to, like, K-pop stars. And, you know, obviously they can't tell what they're saying, but, um, oh, well, I just got a note here that said you <laughs> I had, have quite a lot, yeah. I have you did BTS. Yeah. Yeah, I've done a lot of the K-pop yeah. reaction years ago. BTS, Blackpink, uh, many, many uh, different languages as well. That doesn't put me off. But, yeah, I've done lots of reactions to different languages, different artists around the world. And who's been, who's been like a, a foreign artist that you really enjoy, like, vocal-wise? That just like sounded. I think Dimash was probably the first that I was like, whoa, that's <laughs> different. So I guess we in Kazakhstan. Um, yeah, Dimash, there's so many. And um, it kind of opens you up completely to different, like, world, worldly singers, you know. Mm -hmm. um, Indian singers as well, Spanish, Mexican, you know, um, Iranian, French just all over the world really so it's quite eye-opening and I think it's good to show an audience that it's not just you know the stuff that we're sort of throwing down our necks at the top 40 it's the same artist yeah. wow so interesting you know so it's like a whole wealth of like musicians out there as well it's kind of like mm -hmm. and it, I like to sort of you know I say educate, it's not like, you know, I'd be a hypocrite, it's not like I knew these people before. I might have heard, but not, you know? Yeah. Um, and Juan, is it Juan? I know, I always fear that I pronounce the names wrong. Gabriel, so he's a great singer. And yeah, I mean, you just check out the channel. There's li literally so many different <laughs> artists. I could do the same. I think that would be bland and boring. Well, maybe not to others, but to me, I need it. <laughs> As a creative, I need to be sort of, I need to be entertained as well. So I need to, sort of check out the other artists, you know, yeah. see what's going on in the world. Especially K-pop as well, I love K-pop. It's yeah. so different from like the metal. <laughs> I am a K-pop fan through and through. It's just, it's so, it's so, it's so entertaining. The videos they do are insane. Oh, the videos. I mean, and then I, 
I could just sit there and talk about everything except the vocals because not because they're bad singers, not that, just because they're so, and I say it in every minute, oh, flipping, heck, flipping chip. Um, <laughs> well, they love putting, oh, yeah, they love putting like hidden, yeah. hidden meanings and like the clothes and the background and all sorts of stuff. Oh, it's man. like Easter eggs, even like teasers for upcoming music they're doing. Sometimes yeah. it's it's so Hopefully. they put so much hard work into it, like so much hard work. It's really Same. cool. Not saying every Americans... single frame is like two hours worth. Yeah, you're doing a react. It's kind of like bam, 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 bam. You know. We don't have time to pause. Let's go, go, Which go. Yeah, it's just like, you know, we've got to be on a roll here. It's like, next one, next. Yeah, but it's nice to sort of let it sit with you for a bit and just talk about it. Otherwise, I don't really see the point. But, you know, give something back to an audience that they could just watch, you know. I get the whole reaction, but I think it's good to bring something else to the table, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, now, we'll, speaking of your reactions, uh, who's... Who would you say is the voice and one of the voices that uh, has surprised you the most, whether good or bad, um, whether using certain different techniques that you never would have thought they uh, would use for their style of music? Mm. Well, I think I was quite surprised by Mark Martell, but he was ve- he's just so very close to like Freddie Mercury, for example. Oh, yeah. So every technique that Freddie has is what <laughs> <laughs> like the same. Um, so that was shocking, like, wow, someone can actually sing, like, one of my favorite gods of all time, right? Oh, yeah, Freddie was an uh, opera in his own body. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't he? Yeah. Um, Brendan Newry, he's mm. been a solid favorite of mine. Uh, he's just amazing. Really amazing. Um, and I've seen him live. I've seen Dimash live, so I do try and see, you know, get out, well, pre Blinking COVID, anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Coulter Wall, you know, the kind of like country vibe going on there. And his yeah. voice just like, well, I didn't expect that coming out. And then I just had to my exam, which is <laughs> a lot of laugh around the world. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Sometimes, not always. Uh, Chris Stapleton, like you mentioned. Um, yeah. And obviously, there's lots, lots of artists I already know. So it's kind of like, maybe it's not even like new ones because obviously like singers have been around for a very long time and they're right. obviously being under a rock and i'm <laughs> told frequently not so much anymore but i did write a song about it so i thought i got something out of the comments um <laughs> yeah which uh, I've really enjoyed some of the songs that you have uh, that you've uh, personally written uh, golden daffodils is that is the song that uh, i feel like it, it it's my favorite of the songs that you've written so far Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's for those that have not heard it, please uh, go listen to it. Um, I sort of get a Lana Del Rey folky vibe from it. I'm not sure if that's what you were going for, but it's just it's one of those songs when you listen to it, you just kind of take a big sigh and mm. just you can relax. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I wrote it on Christmas Day and I was inspired by Dolly Parton. And I think that was my fair share attempt of like a country song so I was just like just love Dolly you know you just feel there's so much I'm so endeared to her and absolutely Lana Del Rey I forgot to mention on other podcast I'm like ah I need to mention like Lady Gaga I just love her and Lana Del Rey got on the spot sometimes I'm like I right now I like singing and I'm just like uh, whatever you like I'm like oh god and like, oh, I forgot to mention these people it's just a list you know Nina Simone and like Tori Amos and it's like 
Celine Dion, of course. <laughs> there's just, there. there's always so many like, different uh, artists that, you know, when you think about uh, your mm. whole selection of a playlist mm. or just your inspirations in general, you know, it's, I like different artists for many different reasons. Uh, my choice in music is very eclectic. I've uh, listened yes, it is. to eclectic <laughs> R&B, rock music, and the di- many different uh, hundreds of genres of rock music. There's different bands that I listen to on that. Uh, uh, just you name it, and I've I've listened to it, pop. Uh, but mm. it's, it's one of those things that it kind of shapes who you are, and I think that... Uh, would obviously have an effect on your growth as a, as a singer as well. Yeah. I think it helps to be, I'm not, I don't go around going, I can sing, but I'm confident in my ability. I don't go around saying I'm the best or anything, but it, I think it helps because what I do, I like to mimic, you know, mm-hmm. part of what I like doing is like impressions as well. Mm-hmm. So, but as they're like singers are singing or doing whatever they're doing, I, I can't help but mirror mirror or something um or mimic <laughs> what oops sorry smashed my microphone into pieces Uh-oh. um <laughs> i smashed it rock and roll yeah oh, oh, i literally just had an itch on my shoulder or something that would say that no man it's kind of like oh, Aussie? <laughs> yeah no, you describe the music that you personally write well, that's a difficult one because i know you mentioned lana del rey and i know she hasn't like all singers seem to have their stamp or i know they like for example madonna they change they you know they go with the times but i like to write well i wrote a soulful song called river which i'm working on and it's i guess similar to golden daffodils but my next song that i've written Cutting out again. Modern and instrumentally based. Oh. So it's not heavy in the vocals, although I like to belt and I like do all this kind of stuff. You know, there's times for that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, like, I just like writing different, whatever whatever comes out. There's no, there's not always a particular style, but I do like um, sort of the more acoustic stuff sometimes, where it's just heart and soul and lyrics, because I'm quite a big, I just like lyrics a lot. 
and their descriptive nature and how they can make people feel, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I could write all day. I'd love to. I'd love to collaborate with, you know, Lady Gaga. <laughs> I'd like a dream or something like, you know, I've just sit, I've sit in the car and I just have my little pen. You know, I think that would be great or something like that one day. But I need to maybe showcase a little bit more <laughs> for her to like, notice me. Notice me, Lady Gaga. Do you love me? Too needy, too much to sue. Well, we're not going to be mad at that's all right about me. Uh, yeah, so that's just an example. I don't know, like, thing, I don't usually have major goals because I'm living a dream, that's cheesy. Um, but each day, you know, I'm kind of doing what I want to be doing, I think. There's a few changes I'm going to be making and, I, you know, just putting some more stuff out there just to, because I can. <laughs> Why not? And, uh, just have fun with it. Exactly, you know, life's really short and I think, yeah. God, we're so insignificant. We all think we're so big and so this and that, generally, you know, like, I'm worried too much and there's this and I have to, like, remind myself or watch a, a video on YouTube about the world and the planets and then I go, shizzle. <laughs> you know, like, bring it down to that level. Yeah. Like, oh my God, we ain't even here. It's like, we're just, I don't know what we are. Um, and then just perspective, I guess. Yeah. Because you can get caught up, you know, every day and like, bam, bam, bam. And then it's like, hang on a minute, let's take a breath right now. See, I just want to do a video about breathing. And not, maybe about technique, but just like breathing, yeah. <laughs> you know, what it means. Because it's like, we're also like, we're all over the place. We're, we're everywhere. I'd probably just be real helpful for out. a lot of people. Mm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. COVID, that's all I've had. <laughs> it's <laughs> stressful. <laughs> <It's> stressful. <laughs> just breathe. Yeah. Well, what Just am I wait, do a meditation and everybody take a breath in, you know, and for that <laughs> lovely voice. Yeah. Quiet. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That's always been you know, or, or a lullaby or just something that just chills everyone out a bit. You know. Yeah. One of my favorite <laughs> One of my favorite videos that you did was where you were uh watching the the accents video with the 50 states <laughs> oh my god yeah i love it <laughs> that's so funny have you tried to, have you tried to emulate any of those uh accents since you did that or <laughs> not since but i mean i guess it generally goes through the southern drawl mm -hmm. i don't know or is it like tennessee so i guess it generally goes to that one or then i'll try and you like just i can't help but sometimes come out with Weird, but like voices because I'm just so I am obsessed. I do love voices. I've always I've done vocals or imitations or impressions since six years old. So I think that it's gonna die with me. And then I just I'm fascinated, you know, and with actors and act actresses and, and mimicking because I just find it really really fun. And of, of course some are better than others, but in terms of accents, I know. Partially <laughs> the American audience is always fascinated with what's gonna come out of my mouth, but. <laughs> I will do a video also of like, you know, my American accent, which is a such a generic kind of, I don't know, or Southern drawl or Southern Bell, you know. Um, I don't think it's too bad, but some people, I think it's love or hate. <laughs> oh, no, the, the, need to practice. oh, no, the funny thing is your, uh, your plain American accent is actually better than a lot of American, <laughs> American oh, speaking man. naturally. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. It's that I just find that 
it's a really fascinating subject, you know. Um, and in England as well, we're just we're such a small country, but so many different dialects and accents. It is, and that. Um, that's definitely one of the things that I find interesting is, uh, especially for a stage show, um, is when people try to mimic an accent from another country, such as uh, over in England and the UK. Um, there are so many different dialects and accents, but they always go with the standard, which they don't realize that, like, depending on where the play takes place in, uh, you know, that there's actually uh, different tones and uh, different uh, aspects to the vocals uh, <laughs> that are very important mm. into making the voices stand out for that part of the country. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And the inflections and, and, and sometimes you, you can get a more like a stronger Scottish accent as opposed to, a, oh, I don't know, this different, like, yeah, it, it depends on, I guess, environmentally things as well. And whereabouts, but well, you can get a mixture, can't you? When people move, because people are like, oh, you sound Australian. I was like, no, I don't. And like, oh, I don't sound Australian. Do I? Do I? And I forgot to mention that one of my accent, my fake accent. I called it. Like, <laughs> people were like, you better play Gibson. Um, I was like, oh, no, I don't. Um, this depends on the, the time of the day. Mm-hmm. If it, I, I don't really, you know, talk like that, though. But you know what I mean? Sometimes I might be a bit more lazy. And I said I, I probably talk differently. When I'm with my friends, as opposed to say, if I'm sitting in a teaching environment or I'm having a cool, like, cool with you guys, I might put it on a little bit more. But I don't, <laughs> I don't really talk like this. So I do it all. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's just, it's fun. I think it's, it's quite fascinating. That reminds yeah, me. Um, that reminds me when me and my friends were like, middle teenage years like 13 14 15 we would we were like obsessed with talking with a british accent and like trying to figure out where (laughs) like where our accent was from like which part of england but we didn't even really research it so we we were just guessing Uh, yeah like a generic yeah we do it all the time i don't even know like i don't even know what sparked it exactly but it must have been some movies or something out at the time but we were just like every time we got together we're like what's our english accent it's like <laughs> oh man because i think i think what used to be the case was that the, the americans america um would generally think we would speak you know like this or very much like emily blanche lots of people say i talk like that um and or it would be a bit like that do you know what i mean like the cockney kind of south london mm-hmm. right um so <laughs> i don't know but there's a lot of in between but then i know it can get confusing like manchester well, um, you know yeah, that's sort of like here. We're from uh, South Central Kentucky, so a lot of times, depending Kentucky. on where we're, yeah, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> depending on which part of the state we're on, uh, Eastern Kentucky, we're more of a uh, Virginia, uh, Tennessee type of accent. If we're in the northern part of Kentucky, we're around, you know, the Ohio, Illinois type of accent, and then mm-hmm. of course, then south uh, is Tennessee, and then the more south you get and then the west so it's it, where we're sitting at right now it's it's very interesting and i i know i don't have a strong at least uh to some of the people here i seem to recall in high school now i've lived here most of my entire life i uh, i'm nearing 40 and i moved down here with my family when i was in kindergarten i seem to recall my senior year in high school my homeroom teacher 
the period that starts out the day for the listeners that don't know what that means. <laughs> and she would ask me where I'm from because I don't have a strong Kentucky accent. <laughs> oh, that's right. Very <laughs> yeah. typical. Yeah. And yeah. what else is funny is, I don't know, like a couple years ago, um, I work at his at his mom's business and me just speaking, you wouldn't know that I'm Southern unless I get really excited yeah. or tired <laughs> about something. Um, but yeah. I had people asking me if I was from uh, North or South Dakota, Nebraska. Uh, I think I had someone ask if I was from New York. I've all these northern uh-huh. states. I had someone ask me if I was from Canada. I was going to say, yeah, Canada would be next. But I'm like, really no, it's cool. it's funny. I was actually born in Georgia. I stayed there till I was two, and then I was raised um, in just a town over from the town I'm in right now. But I've been in the South my whole life. But why I think I don't have a strong Southern accent is because my dad's from California, and then most of our friends were, like, Northern or, you know, they weren't deep. They didn't grow up in the Deep South, so they themselves didn't have very deep accent so I just didn't it's really around you can live in the south but if your friend and even one of your parents doesn't have that accent you're not going to pick up on it like accents are just such a crazy thing Mm -hmm. you know in California that's it I remember like wait I don't know like California I mean I don't know if they talk like that but (laughs) on the movies that's what they do so and then it kind of go into that I'm like what is that oh the valley (laughs) girls yeah Valley girl, right? So I don't know. I don't really get it, but whatever. And they get like local <laughs> fry. Like, that's really interesting. And what I'm doing, I'm playing with my hair right now. Um, so I don't really get that. Sounds like a expression. You know? Where every question uh, ends with a question mark. Oh, yeah. I'm going to bed now. And then if all Australians do that, but at the end as well. But oh, I don't know if that's a stereotypical thing. But I did, I did a yoga retreat once. She's like, oh man, we don't talk like this. She's got a bit of annoying. I was like, well, this is the purpose of relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you. You're all stressed. You need to do another, another class. But yeah, she was kind of like, oh, man, you got it all wrong. I was like, I don't think I'll do. I bet you're not too angry. Now it exposes you with your accent going like this. But yeah, are you okay? But no, that's not, that's a normal question. <laughs> um. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Some people are like, don't be rude, don't be disrespectful. I know I love accents and I'll go away. You, know? <laughs> you can't say or do anything. You kind of, you don't give up. You think, sorry, I was very, you sort that out. Technical issue, I'm fine. Um, but, sorry. It's okay. It's a bit late for me. I don't even know Excuse me, I'm going to be tired at 11 minutes past two. You know, it's just. Oh, no problem. Um, so uh, normally when we get to the end of our interviews, we do sort of a, uh, we do uh, a 12 question list to sort of like rapid fire what comes to, you know, your head first. Uh, we call it the Deadpan Studio Podcast 12. And I took the idea from uh, Mr. James Lipton. I don't know who, if you're familiar with Mr. James Lipton. Uh, he was the host of Inside the Actor's Studio. 
Um, yes, I know him. Yeah, yeah, oh, I love Someone him. finally does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I was going to do an impression, but it would be terrible. But I've got it in my head. It's very, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's very yeah, monotone. Very good. It's a good program. Yes, that's what it is. But you're kind of watching him and wondering what's going to come out next. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, interesting. So he had a set of questions, and like I said, he I, I adored the man. Uh, you mm. know, and since he's passed, I've kind of uh, included this into our interviews. Um, I've expanded what he asked uh, to twelve questions, and I actually did keep the one at the very end as an homage and a tribute to him. So, if you're ready, I'll start with number one. Okay, let's do it. All right. What is your favorite word or quote? Uh. Ooh, scrumptious, even though there are way better quotes to actually say than that word. <laughs> That's a nice word. Although nobody gets out alive. Um, oh, what's that quote? I have it on my, it's not in here, it's in, my other, it's in the studio. Oh, hashtag never stops. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Question number two. What is your least favorite word or quote? Soggy. Soggy. Mm, that's like the American version of moist. <laughs> oh, 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 nice. Oh. <laughs> right there with you. <laughs> no one likes a soggy yeah. bottom. Indeed, they do. Are you a morning person or a nighttime person? Hmm, neither. <laughs> uh, I suppose nighttime, reluctantly. Same. But enthusiastically. Yeah, it's really annoying. Because every morning I'm like, mm, I'm not like, hey, and, what yeah. should we do today? Annoying. Hey. No, don't worry. Don't look at me. Turn around. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> I've never no, been that. Little... Yeah. Yeah. Hard right. Number four. What sound makes you feel calm and at peace? sound i guess waves mm. i live by the water uh, so the sea i like it there a lot there many days that no, i don't um but yeah it's, it's not far away so mm. i guess the sea or just stillness in the forest i just could just listen to nothing and be happy mm. believe it or not although it's always chaotic in the mind but <laughs> that's why i like silence i do like silence a lot and i can appreciate it but then there's a time I need to be social and all this kind of stuff. Sorry, that was a, that was a long winded answer. So on the flip side, what sound makes you um, happy? Happy. Oh. Wait, no, not. Oh, I skipped one. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, you have three about. What sound makes you upset or angry? <laughs> oh, sorry. I've mixed up the. That's like. What's... I actually don't like many loud sounds, so I'm so sensitive. I think being an empath just is bad sometimes. <laughs> um, so like a motorbike like goes past. Oh, yeah. And then they can't eat, so there's no point saying that. <laughs> so it's just that, that quick outburst of sound like that. Or I don't really hear screaming anymore. <laughs> vocal sense. I mean, like, um, something like that abrupt or like aggression or something like that. That's... Yeah. So, yeah. 
until it's better after the kind of motorbike going by. But yeah, I make it more like a motorbike. Like, mm-hmm. That kind of sound. More like, like vroom, vroom. This is an attractive sound. I agree. Like, I agree. I'm cause... annoying. I'm annoying. I'm yeah. passing your house. I'm playing. I'm a bit late, but I'm annoying. I'm like, Fits well, you'd, you'd hate working on the street that I work on because every idiot oh, with no, a vroom no, vroom no, no. goes by. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Well, I don't live in the city. I live in a town, so it's it's fairly quiet. But when I... God, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's... Noise when I open my mouth a lot of the time, so I can like, deal with that. <laughs> Your level. own sound. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can be really annoying. <laughs> All the weird stuff that comes out. <laughs> yes, yes. It's all part of it. It's all part of singing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. I don't know why I'm saying these words. What scent um, makes you happy? What sounds? Scent. scent. Like smell. Oh, scent. Yeah. Um, lavender, vanilla. Um, pen- oh, what do they call it? Pen- chocolate. Um, chocolate and sometimes just like I, I guess coffee although I used to be like no green tea only how dare you um, <laughs> it's disgusting and coffee everyone else but I do like the coffee smell I guess it's like hey fresh money um, yeah I would say like baking, but I don't really bake, so that was a <laughs> just <laughs> light a candle that. instead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I'm really big on candles, so all the scents of the world. I love, I think, having a, a certain sense, scent, scent, uh, speak sense, um, in, in your house is really, really important, or flower, wherever you live, you know what I mean? So, apartment. Um, yeah. And I think it, it can change your mindset, you know? absolutely what what you smell so candles are on every night at the moment um (laughs) and i have incense i have i have everything (laughs) yeah it's good um what scent on the flip side makes you cringe that you hate it's gross (laughs) 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 oh my god what's the smell i don't know what's the smell that is Pug, pug, no, what do you call it? Pugnant. Pungent. Pungent. God, it's the one I never say, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is a bad smell like? Well, I was going to say seaweed, but I guess that's... Oh, I know. I feel bad, but you know, like when the bin men... Do you call them trash cans? Yeah. <laughs> men. I feel bad, but I'm like, I know you're doing really well. I want to give you a hug, but I can't because it's fake. <laughs> just that moment, I'm like, oh, I can't scrape it, um, you know whizzing off on my scooter. <laughs> yeah, but then I feel bad because they're doing something really good for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, thank you for doing this. Thank you so much, but don't. No, um, don't no I do want them to do it because, you know, it would be pretty horrible without that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I can't think of any. What are your horrible smells? <laughs> what are you like? Yeah, uh, the smell of burning rubber, uh, trash, yeah, things like that. Uh, my little nephew's diapers. <laughs> oh my God, anything like that? Yeah, that was a sure. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't really smell that many bad smells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Right. What? Well, well, people. Oh my God! I suppose if it's other people. Oh. Oh. Mm. oh. <laughs> it's wet. 
I sweat, you know. Yeah. I watch a video, whatever I'm doing, I'm like, wow, that's not normal. But um, yeah, like, Dale <laughs> sweat. Dale be a another human. That's oh, pretty yeah. high up on the list. Don't walk. <laughs> am I doing not? Am I doing the next one? Sure. Okay. Sure, I'll do the next one. Um, so obviously you got singing and music writing and your vocal coaching, but what is a hobby you'd like to try if you had the time, like something different? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, scuba diving. Ooh. Oh. Or diving. Yeah. Anything to do with the ocean. So I'm always like, well, I'm half mermaid, of course, but I don't <laughs> do fun things like that. I used to sit on the beach or I'll swim. I, I don't mind swimming in the sea. I'm not like, oh, let's just test the temperature. It's kind of like just <laughs> fall in. I'm just in it. Like, and I got my friend Kate. She's like, oh, you're going to put uh, what do you call it? A wetsuit on. I said, a wet what? You know, it's like, no, <laughs> it. And it's like summer, you know, it was not summer now, but it was. I was like, just like pushing her in, you know. But, um, yeah, abusive. Get in there and enjoy it. But, um, yeah, I suppose anything to do with the water, not necessarily like quad bike, and I've really done there's, there's a lot of things I haven't done, so I will accept vouchers all around the world. Uh, <laughs> and I'm so serious, like, RVE is doing this today. I'm just like, yeah, hello, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I don't have much, I don't feel like I need to have that. Adrenaline kick. I get that enough just every day, <laughs> looking in the mirror. But um, just like, yeah, like jumping out of a, a plane is something I want to do. I think there's more pleasures in life. But yeah. you know, yeah. I get it. People have that. All right. Yeah. All right. We got four more left. Um, number nine. I don't know why I'm numbering them. What is your favorite curse word or slang term like a slang word you don't have to say well, it can I say it? yeah you well can... I was, I, i've got my own okay. oh wait you're breaking up let's do another yeah. robot sound okay but flipping i guess the flipping chips thing is macaroni is, is me saying motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I think I'm, i've let it slip a couple of times where i've tried to blow the wrong bit out it's so funny oh my gosh but I I guess oh there's a really, really bad one, but I won't say it. Sorry. I think I just thought it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> we all know which one it is. Um I think it should be a word that's more accepted. So I think the more you say it, the less bad it is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to think about that one. Um yeah, well, there's lots of swear words that I wouldn't say I like, but I'm I'm always curious about them. Or, or say it in a in a Germanic way, like Scheiße, like. Oh yeah. Shit. I started doing that in my head <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> but you have to say it like that. You can't go Scheiße. It doesn't. Oh no, no, it's it's there. it's German, so it's a more harsh sounding yeah, term. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, Matt is gonna take over for the last three questions because I actually have to get back to work. <laughs> Thankfully, it's just like a 30-second walk across the way, but I hate to, but we had to pull some strings for me to be here today, but it was a pleasure to talk to you, Rebecca. Oh, where do you work? Sorry, I'm so I, I work at his, uh, Matt's mom's dry cleaners. Oh, um, yeah, you mentioned. 
Yep. Oh, cool. Yep. Yeah, right here, right oh, next door. <laughs> yeah, I could like throw a rock from the front door of this place and like hit the building, so it's not far. But I gotta, I gotta go to so the person after me can go to lunch. Oh really? Yep. Otherwise, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt's gonna take over for the last three questions and the outro, and I'll guess I'll have to listen to the episode to know what you say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> about you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, Rebecca. Bye. Goodbye, everyone listening. Thank you. Bye. See you in a bit. Bye, babe. <laughs> All right. <you> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, number 10. If you had to live somewhere else in the world for one year, money aside, where would you go? Uh, maybe somewhere like Thailand. Oh. I, would, I was going to say Costa Rica, but there's always time for that. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, that kind of uh, a cultural place. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say Thailand. It seems like a jolly place to be spiritual. Yeah, when uh, when my brother was in the Marines, he was stationed over in Thailand, and he absolutely loved oh, wow. it. Loved did he? It. Mm-hmm. He really did. Mm. Yeah, I want to go now. <laughs> <laughs> you pet my bed. Oh, no, I can't pet it. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> COVID, you're ruining everything. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, let's see here. If you could have dinner and a good talk with anyone in the world, living or dead, who would it be? Al Pacino. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is? Yeah. Like, came in my head, Al Pacino. You know, sensible woman. Yeah, he's just legendary. Oh, yeah. And I've done a. Robin Williams. Oh, no, now I feel bad. Robin Williams. Oh, I love Robin Williams. I know so much. Oh my I gosh. cried so much when he died. Oh, yeah. I, I was so um, sad. Oh, my gosh. Sad. Yeah. So maybe Robin, I feel bad. Now. Sorry, Pacino, like maybe another time. <laughs> yeah. like, next month. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he's a ledge. A brunch. Yeah. <laughs> brunch with Al Pacino. That'd be good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, that could be a show. Make it happen. <laughs> Yeah, like morning or brunch. Oh, the whole day. I'll probably get really fat, but that'd be worth it. I could just talk and sit. It's like two of my favorite things. Yeah. And as long as he ends every episode with a monologue he's done from a film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And Robin Williams with his dead poet society. Or, you know, or Goodwill Hunting or Flutter. It doesn't really matter. Whatever. Oh, my God. Oh, I love it. Goodwill Hunting, one of my favorites. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Yeah, we actually had we did an episode talking about Robin Williams a couple of years ago, and uh, I just uh-huh. I just overcome with just the outpouring of love for Robin Williams. Uh, just I don't know anybody in the world that did not like uh, him. Oh God, no, I can't. I can't. I wouldn't be able to muster any words to say anything bad about him. You know. Mm. Yeah, even from like Mork and Mindy back in the day, or stand up. Oh, his stand up was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Even his improv. uh, He was on an episode of uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway, which started over there in the UK. Oh, do that again now. Want to be there? Yeah. 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 Ye
Yeah, absolutely. Clive James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I used to be obsessed with that show. Like, oh, I did too. You oh know? Oh, like, yes. Just watching. Oh, yeah. And we would... <laughs> Me and my friends would try to uh, recreate some of the uh, some of the games. Uh, <laughs> just shows you the genius oh, that man. are those actors. Oh yes, yeah, with the props and just. Oh, I just think they're great. I forget their names. Now. Ryan, someone. And... Uh, Ryan Styles, Colin Mockery, Mockery. Yeah, Colin. Yeah, he's my Colin. favorite. <laughs> yeah, I love him. <laughs> I'm just gonna like YouTube for that one. I'll just watch it. <laughs> hours a day so you might not see him on youtube anymore yeah. i'd love to do some improv i think it would be fun and right up my street oh yeah so, oh yeah i've always thought one. about doing that too mm, it'd be so much fun you know yeah the, when the the key word is just yes so no matter what happens yes go with it yes yes that's yes right isn't it yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, the last question, uh, this is the one that I took from uh, Mr. James Lipton, and it's the one that he asks uh, everybody. So um, thank you, Mr. James Lipton, for this uh, question. Um, so if heaven exists, what would you want God to say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Hmm. What, what he would say to me? Mm-hmm. You did all right, good. I don't know why he did it now. <laughs> What something profound, sorry. Or <laughs> <laughs> um, something to do with, well, it could be funny, like, oh, did you not want to brush your hair? You know, <laughs> is that it? And I'll be like, well, it's what you got. <laughs> you know, what do you expect? You just pulled me out of bed. I, <laughs> I always figured he'd look at his watch and go, well, it's about time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You're always late. Yeah, I assumed you'd be late yeah. and you are late. <laughs> oh look what we have here. <laughs> Who's surprised? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone? Nobody. Loser get in. <laughs> <laughs> Something comedic, I suppose. Better oh. to laugh and just be all sad about death. Mm. <laughs> because, yeah, the unknown. Well, I love it. Uh, the last thing I wanted to say to you, uh, obviously, was congratulations for uh, attaining one million subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad to say attained. It's like, because you never know. You never know they go. They come, they come. come back. Come oh, Jim, I didn't mean what I said, but I did. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. It didn't sink in, you know. Mm -hmm. It still hasn't. I've got the plaque. Oh, oh yeah, I'm just always out of shot because I'm stupid. But um, I've got the the silver one, you know. Yeah. Which is nowhere near as good. It's not as heavy. It's not as shiny. It's not as big. So don't even bother sending it, YouTube. Just stick to the millions. Or actually, better still, just just sprinkle the diamonds on top. Again, I'm going too far now. But um, thank you. In response to your your statement. Go <laughs> 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 ahead of myself. Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. I did find it uh, hilarious when uh, it said uh, when you read the the note that they sent with it uh, when it, <laughs> it goes from one million to ten million. That's a big jump. Oh, that's too much. They should do like five at least. That's a lot of people. There, people in the comments like, yeah, you do that, you can do that. That'll be easy. I'm like, no, it's too much. They're like, stress, fine. 
Well, the good news yeah. is, uh, from last check, you're at 1.06 million subscribers. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> not those. <laughs> I try not to look at the numbers. They kind of stress me out sometimes. Yeah, I, com- I completely understand. Uh, of course, with podcasts, you're dealing with uh, a, a smaller uh, audience uh, count for mm-hmm. subscribers because most people, your your downloads are what advertisers look at, and a lot of times people just stream instead of download the episodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when you get uh, yeah. a subscriber count that looks very low, it's actually not too bad. So it's you know looking. I don't like looking at the numbers because it can it can get a overwhelming and very underwhelming at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's best not to go. I mean, it's in terms of business, like, yeah, what works, what doesn't. I kind of know-ish. But then some people just, you don't know. But um, then you're driven by numbers. And then it's like, that's not good. Although, you know, some people, you've done this for views. Well, really, have I? I mean, why are you smart? You know, everyone does things for views. But of of course, we want to be successful. Of course. But along the way, I think uh, if you just worry about the numbers, then you sort of lose some of yourself along the way. Absolutely. And that can happen, you know, burnout, which I've mentioned before. I don't talk about it on YouTube. I hate it. Other podcasts and things like that or just YouTube. Oh, not YouTube. Um, You know, Instagram, my Instagram, whatever, I'll mention it. But I don't tend to look like I'm moaning because I'm not very grateful and blah, blah, blah. But it is pretty much still me and doing everything. Like even the editing. I do have an editor like now and again, but not. I don't use her a lot. But mm. you know what I mean. And even the sound, if I haven't got it right with these things I'm doing at the moment, like, oh god, <laughs> oh my god, it's so hard. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. I don't know. I I give a lot, but I. I love my my fans. I don't like fans. I always have potential. But... Can't say people, my people. <laughs> um, very grateful, you know. Or it, 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 one person watches. I remember having a thousand subs. I was like, "Wow, that's a lot of people." Yeah. You know. Well, and I, I think it's like it's all relative. I think people can see how authentic you are, anyway. So it it very it really does come across <laughs> so that you are being you. It's not a put on. Uh, of course, you're always, oh, everybody's always going to get the one or two. That's you know the the loud major um, loud minority. Uh, that's gonna, yeah, you know, yeah. that's just looking for uh-huh. attention. But uh, I think overall, oh, look uh, at you over there. Do you want a cuddle? You've lost your mummy. Oh, no, like, someone wants a cookie. <laughs> yeah, do you want a cookie? <laughs> shut in your mouth and shut up. We got work to do. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. I think you're doing something right. If you get the hoot, people are like, I can't believe anyone hates you. I don't think they even know what they're saying half the time. This is okay. Okay. That's all right. I just can't imagine putting hate on someone's channel like. Honestly, I just couldn't. I can't physically do that. Yeah. But I think unhappy people or, or, or negative people, I mean, we all go through it. You know, I'm not happy 100% of the time. I'm not a normal place to be anyway. But yeah. unhappy people spread sh- 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 So there you go. It's a hard time. <laughs> yeah. As I said at the beginning of the video, if anyone wants a hug, <laughs> you can see people like, Maybe I do, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't mean to always see the American accent. There's like different accents around the world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I just find it easier, you know, and probably sounds better, maybe. I don't know. I haven't really given much thought to 
<laughs> yeah, I, uh, I feel like, um, the longer I do this, I've been, I'm going into year three at the first of the year. And I, f- I feel like the longer this goes on, uh, see, I, I, I'll admit, I started out trying to take a little bit of my personality and kind of amp it up a little bit. And I realized that, uh, mm-hmm. I was more focused on just trying to be entertaining rather than just being myself and, you know, doing what I feel like I do best. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's all right to enhance somewhat. You know, like, I don't know, it's funny because it depends on the mood I'm in because if I'm a bit more tired, for example, I probably, well, then I can have a, this kind of hyper kind of brain where I'm kind of like, whoa, what's going to come out? Or I just don't give a F you, fucky plot. But, uh, or then I just want to be a bit more real or I just want to be, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I feel like at the time, I'm very authentic, like what you see, but then I'm not just, but like most people aren't one dimension, we're multi-dimensional, you know? Right. So I'm just like, whatever. You like it, you like it, you don't. That's right. Good. <laughs> you know? Otherwise, that's just, no. Too yeah. much time wasting on that one. <laughs> Pretty much we'll drive ourselves <laughs> in. That's that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're well, comparing. Don't even go there. It's like all these things. Like, oh, my God. That's one of yeah. my favorite things. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. I'm excited to be on your podcast. I love doing these. They're fun. They are. They are fun, and I, I do get to you know speak with really interesting people. And uh, thank you so much for being on uh, with us. Uh, this will be out this next Tuesday, the twentieth, mm-hmm. at. Uh, 12 noon uh, central time. So the time difference between here and uh, the UK. <laughs> oh yeah. Are you in Chicago? Um, I'm in uh yeah, the central time zone, Chicago time zone. So right now it is 1238 PM. My it time. 638 PM. So are you on Insta? No, sorry. I, I get confused. So we t- like tag and, whatever you call it. Absolutely. <laughs> All that. Because like, on the last podcast, you know, he was doing so much. I was like, okay, okay. So I was like, you know, keeping up and then just spreading the love, just getting it out, whatever. Um, so I'll do my bit as well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and uh, Facebook so, is yeah. where we are, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same thing. So that's good. Yeah. Oh, I look forward to hearing it. Yeah, hopefully I won't cringe too much. Oh, I might not be able to finish it. Oh, they're talking about. Oh no, the shame. The shame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, cringy. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is, isn't it? It is. No, it's we like, do about. It's the whole like fake thing. I'm like, oh, it's too. It would be an effort just to be like, hello. You know, I think it's like quite <laughs> normal. Whatever that is, a disgusting one. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm just go with the flow. It's all good. That's right. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you again for being on here. Again, congratulations for your milestone. Um, and uh, if would you like to, uh, of course, I'll go through social media and put everything that I have found for you. But is there anything specific you would like to plug? Um, I suppose music or just the social media thingies. And Patreon, I've got Patreon as well, patreon.com forward slash Rebecca Vocal Athlete, where you can support me in my endeavors, which helps because I love copyright. Oh. I adore it <laughs> so much. <laughs> Sarcasm. <laughs> Strong point. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, uh, my Spotify, which is RVA. It's actually R dot B dot A, but I'm going to change it without the dots because they annoy me. <laughs> so yeah, find my music there. And then obviously YouTube. It's <laughs> <laughs> an obvious one. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. Again, thank you so much, and we'll let you uh, enjoy the rest of uh, what is your evening now. So uh, thank you again. Yes. Have a green tea. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good to me. Have a good evening. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. You too. Take care. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. (sighs) Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah, I um I don't know what else to say. That she was very cool. Go check out her YouTube, go check out her Instagram, her Facebook, uh Wizio, Patreon, go check out all her stuff. Rebecca Vocal Athlete, because I know both Kat and I just thoroughly enjoyed getting to speak with her, and I hope she enjoyed speaking with us as well. And I hope she can forgive how um awkward I sounded a little bit, just because like I said, I was nervous. Um she, I think she had a little bit of awe in her heart, or a, if in the South, she probably thought, oh, bless his heart. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, check her out. We enjoyed the interview. We hope we get to talk to her again, um, especially when I get over my jitters. I, you know, I'm like an act. Uh, I'm an actor. I act on stage, and usually the first night, you get your first night jitters. And I usually use that to my advantage, but not this time. Uh, so apologize for that. And also, again, I am so sorry for the first few minutes uh, cut off at the beginning. Um, it was kind of muddled um, just because we were dealing with, you know, she's over in England. We're over here in America and uh, we were using Skype. And sometimes, you know, the distance, no matter what technology, it just gets a little garbled. So I started it um, just about as uh, natural as we possibly could with that in the interview. But once you get a few seconds in, you just kind of get lost into her and uh, what she does because it's so cool. Anyway, we'll call that a day. Of course, as always, if you'd like to reach us, uh, deadpanstudio18 at gmail.com, uh, social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at deadpanstudio18, all our streaming services, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, all that, including... Podbean. Thank you, Podbean. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. Uh, Thank you for providing a platform uh, as we continue to do this and uh, just being cool overall. I mean it. Now, if you all want to do a start a podcast, check out Podbean. They're very reasonable. They're very helpful. And they always keep everything. They're on point all the time. And if things go wrong, they help you out quickly. So that's it. And also, I would like to say Thank you to Kat for being on here uh, with me uh, to help guide me through this interview. Uh, sometimes it just helps for her to be there. Now everyone's like, aww, because she's my girlfriend. Uh, but she's my strength. She's my rock. That's where I find my strength, especially in to do things like this. So, um, love you, babe. <laughs> aww. All right, with that, uh, we'll call it a day here. Thank you all for joining us here for another episode of Deadpan Studio uh, Presents here at Deadpan Studio Podcast. As always, I'm your host, The Matt, and I'll catch you all later. See you guys.